Welcome to the Underlay uh, Clever Choice podcast, where we go inside and under the flooring industry. I'm Matt, and with me, as always, is my loyal co-host, Michael Roberts, GM of Clever Choice Flooring. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm uh, celebrating, celebrating the rain up here on the Goldie. It's nice for a change. It sure is. Um, the dam is looking full. So um, it's been an exciting time. Um, I actually now know what farmers go through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. You want yeah. Tank, tank water? Tank water, yeah. Mm-hmm. So tank water. And actually, <clears throat> we've been quite dry out there for, well, literally the last six months. So got out on the weekends and diverted all the pipes and channels all leading into the dam. And, you know, I come in this morning showing Matt... Uh, a nice full dam. It, it, it is funny how quickly people change. You know, I'd say 12 months ago, Michael was talking about uh, the, the feel of the sand between his toes and, and how amazing the beach was on a, on a Saturday morning. And now he talks to me about how full his dam is. <laughs> I, I, I'll give you a tip. Guess which conversation I prefer more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never... I never actually realised like when you you know grow up watching you know the news and seeing you know all the I guess stories about farmers and you know not having rain and I'm yeah clearly not a farmer and nowhere near what these people you know in outback Australia go through yeah but it yeah when you actually feel it and you you know you then got to start you know buying water in or you know reducing your animals and things like yeah. that. Um, yeah, it's um, it, it's what happens here in Australia. Like absolutely. Mm. So um, it's our greatest commodity, the old water. It sure can't, is. Can't live without that. Look, sitting sitting with us today in the panic room is uh, Gary Exler from Specialty FX, uh, another master of the flooring industry. As we as we found out a little bit this morning. <laughs> oh, you, you guys label me okay? I'm just. <laughs> Just a humble soul. Yeah, just just a humble a humble salesman. Mm. I think you, you you coined yourself. Mm. I think there's more to you than that, though. Mm, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we might find out in the next forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Actually, one interesting thing that um, Gary alluded to this morning was a carnival. Yep. <clears throat> uh, we talk a little bit about um, health kicks and training and diet and fads. 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 Yep. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, I've probably been on the diet 18 months, two years. I sort of, uh, got onto it, um, probably a little bit longer before that, but you know, like I've always been a meat eater anyway. I'm, I'm actually a butcher by trade. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, 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 but that, that really doesn't have a lot to do with it, but, um, so, um, one of my boys was going to go on it, mention it to me, and um, and I thought, you know, about the health benefits and everything like that. Um, I've always been health conscious because I've um, I actually have a disease. I've got a I've, I have um, ulcerative colitis, which I've had since I was twenty one. Um, and in the time that I've been carnivore, I've lost. Over ten kgs, it just that was just one of the benefits. Not that I was looking at that, but um, it's um, been a lot better on my on my bowel as well, and and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and the inflammation in my body, and and I just got a lot more energy, um, and um, just there's less joint pain, all that kind of stuff, aches and pains, and that because you know. As you know, I'm, I'm mountain bike, so um, that that flogs the body, and you know that that's that can be yeah hard on the body and stuff, and uh, so um, yeah. So talk talk me through a talk me through a day, talk me through a day of of eating for a carnival. How does that go? Oh, maybe bacon and eggs in the morning. I only eat when I feel like it. Yeah, as a rule. So um, you know, um, I'll probably have a. a normal black coffee I, I don't eat a lot of dairy either um and then um i'll have um bacon and eggs or, or i might even have a steak in that so g- generally okay g- general day might be half a dozen chops two steaks four eggs okay and two different set- settings in that you know so yeah that that's that's it as a rule no salad no nah. no fruit no nah. wow yeah you're bucking the trend well, I, I just feel so much better, and I know what it's. You know, I've, I've been on a health journey for 
40 years because because I've I've had to I've had a disease where I've done I've I've tried this and I've tried that and you know and everything and I've and and, and I've always liked I've always enjoyed fitness and and what have you um you know um but many years ago my specialist said to me one day you got to lose your bell and I thought that ain't going to happen stuff that you know, yeah that's not just not, not going to happen so being mindful of that, I've had to be sort of more disciplined and, and looking at different stuff and what have you. And in, in the last two years, because I'm 61 now, so you know, I'm, I'm this is when your body starts to break down, you know. So for me, I, I'm fitter, stronger, um, you know, um, I don't carry any weight. Um, yeah, you, mate, you look great. Mm. Yeah. You really do. Like, you don't look 61, that's for no, sure. No, that's right. Yeah. So I, I get people say to me that all the time, you don't look 61. Yeah. I look 61. <laughs> you don't. <Yeah. clears throat> right? I, I, it, I'm blown away by the carnivore diet because I was telling Michael before that I went on a detox 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and at the end of it, because I wasn't allowed to eat red meat. Yeah. I love a steak. Yeah. I ate steak for seven days. Yeah. Got gout. Yeah. So I'm like thinking, how does it work? Yeah. But it obviously works. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's eliminating all the other stuff as well, you know, because you're probably right. eating salads and all that, yeah. all that roughage and what have you. Um, you go through a detox, which which is you get headachey and all that kind of stuff for the first five days or whatever, um, and then um, you just feel energized, you know. So. Um, you know, I've you know, I feel like I've got energy to do things and stuff, and you know, and to do what I can do. You know, because um, um, you just got you get up and go. You know, you mentally as well. You, you know, brain fog. I, you know, like I, I don't get brain fog anymore. I used to. You know, used to. You know, things would come at you, and you're just trying to fathom through it, and that. So there's a lot more clarity. I, I feel a lot more clear in the head. Yeah. Uh, it's known to help um, depression and stuff like that as well, because I've, I've heard a lot of people um, talk about you know that they that, that they used to be going through depression and it has helped their depression and stuff. So you know, so for me, it's all positive in that. But you know, I just go, well, it works for me. If it if it if it works for me, then I'm going to do it. Yeah. Know? So I'm I'm not on a a I um yeah you know, on a, on a bloody march to tell everyone about the virtues of it, you know. But it's just something that works for me, and and I feel good. Um, I'm fit, strong, and everything. So you know. Yeah. Um, well, like you were saying, you what sixty one? Yeah. And you're out um, downhill riding um, mm. on your bike, mm. so um, see a lot of that. So yeah, obviously you're right. It's what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, health's become really, really important for me. Yep. You know, so um, mental health, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, because I've I've had I've been through stuff. Obviously, living life. You know, getting doing it at certain age that you get to, and that you've experienced stuff. Um, you know, so mental health, physical health, all that kind of stuff. And I vowed and declared that you know, um, I wasn't gonna be that guy that just you know, not that I'm knocking it, but just. Goes down the bowls club, you know, you know, ha, you know, has a skin for every day and all that kind of stuff, you know. And I thought, no, no, that that's just not me. You yeah, know? That, that that that's um, I want to be, you know, vital, energetic and stuff and that. So I think it's mindset as well, you know, um, and just the way that it's just the way that I, I kind of think. I played, I played, I was playing rugby till forty two, you know, and then I, I gave up. Then I was playing senior football, um, you know. Um, so I've always enjoyed that physical. Uh, fitness side, anyway, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Mate, it blows me away. Like, I, just the fact that you said you played rugby till forty-two. I finished playing when I was twenty-eight. Yeah, my body said I've had enough. Yeah, and I flogged myself from probably from the age of thirteen, but it's still it's only fifteen years. Yeah, and at, by the time I was twenty-eight, I was mentally and physically done with rugby. Yeah, I was just like, no, nah, not doing it anymore. Yeah. Probably more the thirty beers I was having on a Saturday night after yeah, rugby yeah, yeah, that yeah. certainly <laughs> caught up. Yeah, I don't drink now. Yeah, be, probably because of the what I did to my body for yep. all that time playing footy. But yeah. So making a life choice like to become a carnivore, you've got your reasons, your health reasons, all that kind yep. of stuff. Yep. But do you obviously enjoy it. Yeah. Well, you, you, I, I've never been a foodie anyway. Okay. So food's never been an issue with where I've, I've got to have my dessert and all yeah, that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, so, and, but I have noticed that, you know, every now and then I, I just crave, 
a steak or crave chops, so which is unusual for me, you know. To you know, and then you know, people say, "Do you get sick of it?" And I go, "Well, sometimes, you know." But um, you know, like I go, "Well, I'm looking at long term benefits, you know." So there's got to be a, a certain amount of discipline and stuff. And I go, "Well, this is just what I've got to do to um, have optimal." optimal health or an op- op- optimal life you know yeah so. it's funny it's funny you say that that point there that i've gone through two phases or three phases in my life where i've lost a lot of weight yeah. and i'm a big fella but yeah. i lost and just look, maybe 18 months ago or two years ago i lost uh 33 kilos yeah. and i've put substantial amount of that back on so yeah. tomorrow because i've not been well tomorrow i embark on another journey yeah and for me the way i justified it to myself is i, f- I just saw food as fuel yeah, like I, I had to put down the fact that every meal has to be different, or every meal has to be something special. Yeah, I just viewed it as something that goes in my body yeah. to give me the energy, and mate, that mindset shift yeah. made it so much easier. Yeah, because I can't imagine you couldn't do it if you're a foodie, like what you said. Yeah. If you were like, oh, I've got to have this and then yeah. yeah. it wouldn't work. No, you, you couldn't do it. Yeah. So yeah, mate, hats off to you. You look great. Here's to another 61 years. Well, you know, I plan to be around. My, one of my goals in life is to, I've got six grandkids and, and, and I plan to be around for another 30 years because yeah. th- these people I find incredible, Yeah, you know. So um, I want to sort of be a part of their lives and, you know, watch another generation grow. And to me, that's exciting, yeah. you know. So, um, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, and that's <coughs> ultimately why we do what we do, right, is for our family and to yeah. spend time with yep. them and... Yep. Um, I guess when you get to this point of your journey, you know, now you can afford to spend the time with them and, you know, health's a big thing on that. Oh, I love hanging out with them. They, they, again, it, make, it makes my life exciting. I'm running around four-year-olds and that just, you know, they're going crazy and everything and, you know, it's, it's enjoyable. So, so how, do you find, how do you find grandparenting? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So because are you the fun... Are you fun pop? Oh, big time. Yeah. See, yeah. my dad, and we'll, I've talked about my dad already here, but yeah. my dad... He couldn't separate the parent grandparent thing. Yeah. So he was still parenting me at forty five. Yeah. And he was parenting my son, and he was parenting all his other grandchildren yeah. as yeah. well. And I, I just said to him, "Dad, just be, just be the pop. Yeah. yeah. Have fun, man. Yeah. You don't need to have any, There's no uh, rules with you, mate. No, that's right. There's no rules. You can do whatever Every you want. want. Yeah. I don't care, mate. Yeah. We'll deal with it. Yeah. Just you know, don't be a dad. Yeah. You know, and and while you're at it, don't be a dad to me anymore either. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But well, uh, a dad's always a dad. Yeah, mate, they are know? to a yeah. point, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. But you, I think you, you changes, and I know, like my son's seventeen, and the way that I parent him is different to when he was ten, mm. right? I think you become a different yeah. form of mentor yeah. or yeah. parent, yeah. right? And I think that you know you've done your job when your kid's forty, yeah. right? You, and you know just sort of be a mate yeah. and just be there if he needs yeah. you yeah. and be supportive. Yeah. And I think I, I can't wait to be a granddad. Yeah, yeah. I, I am. Awesome. I am going to give. Yeah. My children back their kids in a terrible state. Yeah, that's exactly right. A terrible state. Payback. It's payback, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm not there to discipline them. I, I just yeah. run around like a lunatic with them, and then I just go, "This is this is cool." Yeah. You know. So oh, I love hearing that. I yeah. really do. I think that's really cool. They, they like hanging out with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You want them to want to go to to, to Nan and Pops, yeah. or do, you know, and that's what you want. Yeah. And yeah. I think that uh, when they start saying, "Oh, I don't know," I'm like, "Well, something's going on here." Yeah. Because, man, I, I lived with my nan, and she passed when I was 15, and she was my best mate. Yeah, I yeah. used to go downstairs, and we'd watch TV together, and, you know, she looked after me when I was sick. Like, yeah. she, my parents worked full-time, so she effectively reared me from the age of five. Mm. And so, you know, that relationship with her was, is, uh, it was incredible, and it's, just, it's sad that it ended so young, but... Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with my kids. I'm just like, oh, spend as much time with your grandparents as you yep. can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, and it's amazing, you know, I still get down to the beach, even though, you know, we talk a lot about the farm. <laughs> and I was down there on the weekend. I think, you know, especially, you know, that adolescent age, you know, five, you know, sort of 10, the joy that they have in such simple things, you know, like just catching a wave it's like, you know, all their Christmases turned up at once. Yeah. And that's infectious. Just like when you see kids, on. yeah, yep. there's there's no worries in their no, world. No. You know, there's a couple over there that are fearful of the water. Yeah. But the ones that are enjoying it, you just they they create yeah. that energy in they're you. In the, they're in the moment. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. And I think they bring you into that yeah. moment as yeah. well. Well, we need that. Yeah. yeah. Because it's easy to get bogged down in the minutiae yeah. of life, yeah. right? And I think that 
it's just the simplicity. Like imagine that just such a simple time where yep. you didn't have a care in the world. <laughs> yeah. It was mate, I'd I'd thrive on that. Yep. Yeah. Just for a day. Yep. Just for someone to say you've got absolutely no worries. Yeah. Do what you want. Which is something that I um that I say to people and that I, and that I try and do is is you know, say when's the best time in the world? Where 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 are you at your best? Okay. And it's now. This moment is the best time of your life yep. because you're living it and you're breathing it right right now, this very minute. So what's the best time of my life is hanging out with you guys yeah. yeah. because we're bantering we're, you know, and we're joining each other's company and everything like that. I'm going to go away from here and then I've got to do stuff and face problems and problem solve and all that kind of stuff and that. But at, the, at this very point in time, I've got to live in this moment and enjoy yeah. this moment. And I think that's something that people miss out on yeah. Because they're all either looking at the past or looking at the future, yeah. and the, and they're missing the now, and and being present in the now is is so important. Yeah, you know? I agree. There's not enough people aren't present enough. No, and it's I, and I look at my kids. You know, they've got mobile phones, they've right. got they're you right. know yep. playstations, yep. they've got yep. iPads, yep. and I can try and sit down, and, even watching a simple movie yep. uh, with my son, and he's he can't focus. Yeah, he can't focus on it. I'm yep. like, mate, don't worry about. Yep. Don't worry about what's going on here. Yep. It'll be there when you're finished. Yep. And they just don't get it. Can't I've got to say, though, he's doing a lot more outdoor stuff of yep. late, which is amazing. Yep. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. So, he's, yep. you know, he went out. He, he's, on, he's on holidays now. So, he's out with his mates every day, which is great. And he started up golf, which is great. Yep. And it's like he's – so, maybe he's turned the – you know, I think he's got yep. to sort of 17 and he's maybe gone, well, yeah, there's more to life than playing freaking yep. PlayStation yep. all yep. the time. But Exactly right. Getting his license certainly helped. Yeah. Yeah, certainly helped Bit me. Of independence, yeah, yeah, certainly yeah, helped yeah. us. That's yeah. no doubt. All right, we could talk all day about this, but uh, <laughs> this is a flooring podcast. Oh, okay. I know. Well, how, now, how exciting! Now, I know. Now we're getting into the oh, exciting oh, stuff, okay. guys. Chill, now, guys, uh, <laughs> just take a break and take a deep breath because now we're going to head dive headlong into flooring, oh, and uh, which what we're here for. So, so Gary, you you run your commercial division of Flooring Extra in Underwood. Yep. Tell us a little bit about that. How that works. Um, you should have probably got Ben to, for the interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're talking about working or are we talking about, you know, well, the salesman? Well, well, I just trip around and have lattes with people <laughs> and just talk crap and business meetings and stuff. So, um, well... Okay, so then... if the if, important stuff. If you were going to do an elevator pitch... About what you do, about what your business does, then give us the elevator pitch. Well, we're, we're great in the builders market, okay? There because we that's go. my forte. Yeah. You know, I've been in the industry for thirty-four years, and I think it's thirty-four years now. And and um, um, I'm I'm very simplistic in my approach to things. I'm I'm and, and I'm very um, yeah, simple is a good probably sums me up, but. Um, when I first originally got into it, I was um, on commission only. Um, I, I'd been on the tools for a couple of years in, in New Zealand, and then when I moved over here, and then I went back to butchering, and then I got sick of that, and I thought I need to get into sales, and I put two and two together, and I thought, well, I've, I've laid carpet. I need to get into the flooring industry and sell on that for whatever reason. I don't know, but that was that was my mindset at the time. Um, so I ended up working for a mob called World Carpets. Um, first of all, started with Carpet Call. Um, I got the sack after a month, um, <laughs> because um, which was great. It was the happiest sacking of my life. Um, I just didn't like the way they did business. Yeah. Um, it just rubbed me up the wrong way. Yeah. Um, so then I, I was too scared to go home and tell my my wife that um I had been sacked. So then I canvassed around the Gold Coast all day and then the last stop was um, at World Carpets where it, where it was further up the hill on Brisbane Road. Yep. Dropped them there, met St Tony Stenton and he said, yeah, you can have a job if you go on commission only. And he gave me some samples. I shot around to uh, the back of Ashmore um, and I remember the street was a street called Kosciuszko Drive and, yeah, right. and I made my first sale there. I met a builder and said, do you need carpet? He goes, yep. I measured up and, and I made my first sale. Then I went out the back of the Narang next day and met another guy. I said, do you need some carpet? He goes, yeah, and I made my second sale. So I thought, this is this is easy. So, um, which it wasn't, 
<laughs> because sometimes I'd only get 200 bucks, make 200 bucks a week in that. But anyway, in that time, I just um, I just got out. Um, Pacific Pines was kicking off. Oh, yeah. So that had only just started. So that I, I know how old Pacific Pines is. Um, so I just canvassed, really and truly, because I, I didn't, I identified my market by builder signs. That I knew where my market was, so I just went out there and that, and so that that developed into, um, you know, my skill set, um, introducing myself to people, you know, getting to know people, um, because you know, like I thought, all these builders were these multi-millionaires or whatever like that. I, I remember my, my knees shaking, you know, to approach somebody and you know try and get business and stuff, you know. And I just thought this this guy was better than me and stuff like that. And I remember one day realizing that because um, I was I was in my early thirties, uh, I, I remember one day thinking these guys put their shorts on the same way I do. Yeah. And it just made a shift in my mind, you know that they they just you know. So um, initially, I identified my market really easily. Okay, wherever there's builder sign, that was my market. So. <laughs> You know, as I say, a very simple approach in that, but um, then we've been able to build up um, quite a large business over the years. I've had setbacks because I've moved off to different places and stuff and, you know, lost business and then had to work hard and get, you know, um, you know health problems. As as I said before, I've, I've had colitis, so that impacted me a big, uh, massively at one point in time. And that So I'd end up in hospital every two years, over a 15-year period, and that and wow. just smashed me, yeah. Um so yeah, hence my health journey, um, and um, just um, to the point now where we've got a really good business. Um, we've got a lot of contacts. We do a lot of business. We've got a mass, you know, amazing team of people um, that um, just like Michael's got a team of people. You know, that's what I like about Michael is the fact that um, he's not a boss. He he fulfills a role and then he's got people around him that they're all cogs to the same wheel, yeah. you know, and, and that's my approach as well with the people that work for me. Um, my relationship with Lionel King, who owns Flooring Extra Commercial as well, he just goes off and plays golf. Um, <laughs> you know, and I say good on him because, you yeah. know, he, he's, he's earned his stripes. Um, but, you know, people like Ben, you know, and, and, and the girls that i got working for me and everything like that, you know, they tell me what to do. Okay, okay, what are we doing? Okay, you, you know your role. Okay, you don't need me to stand over you and everything like that. Okay, okay, you tell me. You know, same with Ben. Because he, he, he I rely a lot on him. He's taken a lot of pressure off me over the years. And, um, you know, so we, we've got a we've got a really good system. Yeah. You know, and then we've got happy installers as well, as far as I know. You know, get out the door, jobs organised, everything's ready and, and stuff. So, but again, very simple processes. You know, nothing complicated because I, I, I hate complication. Yeah, know, with and, passion. It, and it makes it easy, I guess, <clears throat> for us to yeah. deal together when it is simple. Yep. Um, and I think you're right. I think you know, it's not about being the boss. You know, more more for me, it's being just a leader. Yeah. You know, just set an example yep. and knowing what my role is yep. within the company. Yep. And doing that. Yep. And doing that really well. Yep. And then allowing other people to do their roles really well. Yep. And like your business, it then just chimes, you know, like, you know, we've had many discussions around, I guess, your role, you know, the salesman, yep. you know, sort of yep. part of the role and, yep. you know, canvassing and all that. And then obviously once the orders are on, you've got Ben who steps in and it makes it a very simple process. Oh, extremely. Yeah. <clears throat> and the same as me, yep. you know, I do the relationship, meet yep. with you. Once yep. the orders are in, it goes to Cindy yep. and it, it just goes yep. down yep. the line. Yeah. I'm not worried because I know Cindy's going to do a great job and Morena's going yeah, to well do Yeah, well, you trust everyone. those people. Exactly. And, and I've got to know them. They're great people. Yeah, and they're all trustworthy. Yeah. And that's, I think, a key word. If, yeah, yeah. If you have staff that you can trust, yeah. that are high achievers yeah. in their role, yeah. then you don't need to be a Well, boss. they buy into the vision, see? They buy into what you're doing. You know, because I, I, I've never been... I've never been... I've, I've, never, I've never looked at the money. Mm. Okay, because I, th I think that that's a wrong mindset because if you look at the money, then, then that's what's motivating you. But if you're building something that, um, you know, what, what am I there for? I'm, I'm creating, a, you know, I, I see a need. Okay, when I see a builder sign, I'm seeing a need. Mm. Okay, this guy needs something. Okay, maybe I can, I can, you know, meet that need. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe not. 
you know, he may, he may have that need fulfilled. So I go, well, if my attitude is about fulfilling a need or, or you know, in the, you know, and serving, you know, I'm, I'm there to provide a service, so I'm there serving, yep. you know, and that's my attitude, then, you know, then people respond to that. You know, so well, I get, it's I get what everyone results. wants, isn't yeah, it? That's right. You know, they just want to want to get what they're after, yeah. and and someone making it simple yeah. and not so complicated. Yeah. And I think you know, some of the people I deal with just make life complicated, work, yeah. just everything so complicated. And I believe it's people get inside their own heads. Mm. Um, but I think if you break it down just as a simple, simple fundamentals, yep. it's actually quite easy. Oh, um, as I say, I'm a simple guy. Yeah. So you know, I don't, I don't do complicated. That's why I've got people that know how to do computers because I don't. You know, but to like, them, it's not complicated you know, because that's yeah. what they do. Yeah. You know, exactly and I right. think when you find everyone's yeah. skill set and people are doing what they're good at and what they enjoy, you know, that's the ultimate goal for all yeah. of us, right? Yeah. And they and they're happy. Yeah, absolutely. I've got to say that the lost, a true salesman's a lost art. What you have explained to me is a guy that's that's grafted, that's done the hard work, mm. that's done the cold calling, the yeah. on the feet, the the traditional sales guy, mm-hmm. right? The guy that was, you know, just walking uh, place to place, yeah. knocking on a door. Yeah. And I think that what that does is now everything you do is easy, right? You yeah. want everything to be simple yeah, because yeah. you've done you've done the hard stuff. Yeah, yeah. So now you you know, okay, well, I don't want people to have to go through that mm. so we do want to build a team that's harmonious mm. and we mm. want to find people that do their bit yeah but then on what you can also then go back on is go well i've done the hard stuff yeah mm. so what i'm asking you is actually not that hard you know so let's just let's do it together let's make it easy yeah right yeah. but because <laughs> the art of the cold call is lost now because it's all done by telemarketers mm, mm. Right? Yeah. no one no salesman cold calls anymore mm. really Mm. Like they might pop in like, like Clever Choice is a good example, right? You've got a very defined set of stores that you service. Yes. Right? And there's a relationship with all those stores. Yep. And there might be an occasional new client that you bring on. Yep. But imagine having to start from scratch and, and having and saying to Greg, mate, today you're gonna make twenty cold calls. Yeah. <coughs> well his mind would blow. Yeah. He'd go, Shit, how am I gonna how am I gonna yeah. achieve that? Yeah. And he'd be good at it. Oh, right? he would be. Uh, but it's a different model because when we started Clever Choice, uh, Simon and I cold call every. Mm. I visited every flooring store yeah. in Australia. I was yeah. on the road yeah. for the first year. Yeah, like didn't see my kids, family. Yeah. Yeah. It was cold calling, trying to, you know, <laughs> knock on those doors, get our products in, you know, build that foundation. Which it is an art, and it's yeah. something that I'm so grateful of doing. Yeah. Because, like you said, that whole canvassing and the one thing that you sort of said was that mind shift moves, you know, mm. and when the retailer could get into retail, it's like, oh, how am I going to do this? Yeah. How am I going to just walk into the yeah. store? Yeah. All of a sudden, you, you get that couple of sales and all of a sudden your yeah, shoulders start yeah, lifting. That's right. And then you're like, I can walk into any retailer but you now. Get, uh, you get into your groove and you get your knack. Yeah. People, pe- people say, how do you do it? Well, you do it. <laughs> yeah, I don't you know. know just, you'll, you'll find your groove, yeah. you know. You can't replicate me. Yeah, you know, because I've got my way of doing, it and yeah. I've got you know, and people, you know, like um, people feed off your presence, you know, whether they're going to do business with you or what, you know. So, and it's how you, as you say, how you hold yourself, yeah. your confidence and yeah. stuff, and all that kind of thing, you know. So it's funny because I've I've got the exactly same outlook when it becomes to I do it my way, you do it your way, yeah. right? And we've all got a we've got a general goal we want to achieve and mm. there might be some processes that we go along, yeah. but you can't have robots, right? Oh, because no, at no. the end of the day, people buy people. Yeah. So people deal with Gary mm. because they like Gary. That's right. right? Yeah. The fact that you can provide a service that, that is good and, and uh, they can trust it, that's a bonus, mm, right? Mm. But the, the, the relationships you're building with people, the relationships that Michael builds with mm. people, they keep coming back to Michael. They keep coming back to Gary. Yep. It's not it's not specialty effects or flooring extra or clever choice. Mm. It's I'm going to ring Michael. Yep. I'm going to ring Gary. Mm. And, I, and I think people lose that yep. because I think they think that their product is the king. And it, and it is because you need a good product. Mm. But without the right people, mm. yeah. you, could have, you could be selling gold yep. and you wouldn't be able to sell it. Yep. Well, so, you're, you're your own business. You know, I look at myself as I'm my own. That's exactly my right. My own product, yep. right? And it's my job 
to go out with, whether it's family, friends, mm. business colleagues, wherever I am, you know, me, I'm the product, mm. Yeah, you know, and the way I hold myself, the you know, and it's probably only been the last probably four years I've sort of got to this mindset. Yeah. And it's probably um, stepping outside of my comfort zone yeah. because I got in a real good rhythm with the retailers yeah. for probably 10 to 15 years yeah. where I could just walk into a store yeah. and know within t- probably five minutes of talking mm. how much space I was going to get in yeah. that shop. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't even an option. Was I going to get space? Mm. It was how much space I was going to get. You know, so you get to that mindset where you just you ooze this confidence. Mm. Then I stepped into the commercial field and that's sort of where, where we met. Um, and Masterfuls, we had Justin on last week. Yep. Now, that was scary, you know, because I had that same vision that you, or that same image, like, oh, these guys are bigger than me yeah, or yeah, better yeah. than me yeah. or, okay, they live in a penthouse or whatever. Mm. And I sort of put them on a pedestal. And then when I got dealing with yourself and, mm. you know, people like Justin and all that and realised, yeah, we all do get up in the morning yeah, and put our put pants, pants on, on the same way. way. Yeah. You know, we all have the same challenges and it's just a different scale. Mm. Once I then broke through that, then all of a sudden I had to rebuild that confidence mm. and, you know, where we are today. Yeah. You know, you and I speak every day. You know, Justin on the other week, we're speaking. It's all the same now. So I, I think when you sort of get through those little hurdles, yeah. and we've got them in life, yeah, like, yeah. you know, every hurdle, changing diets, like everything we do is yeah. a hurdle. I think it's age as well. The older you get, the better you get. Yeah. You know, really and truly. I, I, I think I'm a great vintage you know, <laughs> but it's taken a long time. Yeah. yeah, this is the thing. Well, it's life, right? Mm. So I think that we never stop learning, mm. and I th- and you. That's why, whenever you see a wise man, they're pictured as being very old, mm. because years are knowledge, right? Yeah, and exactly I think that right. I think this is where maybe the youth. Oh God, I sound old by saying the youth. Yeah, you do. But the uh, the the younger generations yeah. with entitlement yeah. don't quite get yeah. that. Yeah, you know, I have it in this office where, like, I'm I'm twice the age of a lot of the people I work with, mm. and they treat me sometimes like I'm twelve. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I go, yeah. I'm forty fucking eight. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have got two kids. I have got a house. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come on, yeah. what just pa- what pain have I, you? Really I gi- I give you respect every day of yeah. my life. Yeah. All I ask is you give it to me. Yeah. Right, and yeah, I think I have earned it. Yeah. Right, because I'm still here. That's exactly right. right? And, and so it's like, come on. And I think that uh, I think we lose that a little. And and so I think that be wise mm. because you are. Mm. Because yeah. the life lessons that we have learned, and that's I think that's what truly makes a great salesman. Mm. Right, is that you never stop learning. Every day that you go to work, there's something new that you're going to find out. I think you got to treat every day as an adventure. I, I, yeah, every day is an adventure. Yeah, you know, like I go. Yeah, because you know, like I'm not, I'm not one to buy. You know, like you, you, you get people. Oh, I hate going to work. I hate, you know, I hate. Well, one, you, you you've destroyed yourself right at there at yeah. that moment. Okay. Yeah. Because you hate work and you've got to go and do it for eight hours and it's going to be grueling because right at right in that morning you've already <laughs> hated it. <laughs> so it's going to be a hell, you know. Yeah. So I just go. You know, I get up every morning because I'm I'm a Christian, okay. So um, I get up every morning. I go. I thank God for this day. This mm. is an awesome day because one, I'm going to live in the present, okay, and two, it's exciting. Yeah. You know, I, I've got I've got I've got people to meet. I, I I love what I do. You know, this is just this is the bee's knees. You know, so and and to think that one, I'm thankful. Too the, the the other thing I'm thankful about is is that I live in a country where even even if I'm a failure, I'm still living better than ninety eight percent of the people in the world. Correct. You know, I think we miss that a lot. Oh, yeah. big time. Yeah, I think we miss you know? that a lot. And I go for crying out loud. I, you know, like I, what have I got to complain about? Yeah, really and truly. Yeah, I have that discussion a bit with my wife. Yeah, where I'm just like, let's be present. Yeah, yeah, let's be. Yeah, look at where we are. Yeah. We've got a house. Yep. We've got two beautiful children. Oh, it's We've got food on the table yep. every night. Yep. I said it's pretty good. To be to be th- thankful is yeah. just the most amazing thing. And that, again, it's about mindsets and stuff like that. Yep. And people go, oh, I hate I hate going to work and I hate this and I hate that and everything. I'm gone. My goodness, you know, <laughs> really? I, I heard this guy, I can't I, I heard 
uh, about um, Rockefeller, okay? So he was alive 100 years ago, okay? Richest man on the planet, okay? But he didn't have the lifestyle that we had. He was the richest man 100 years ago. If he, if he wanted to go and watch a baseball game in the States or whatever like that and it was across the other side of the country, he'd go and hop on a, on a train, spend days on the train and that to go over the other side of the world to what um, to the country to, to, to watch it, okay? What do we do? We walk out of the lounge, we, we pick up the remote and we go flick. Yep. Don't, okay? <laughs> Don't even and then we go to, go to the fridge and grab a beer, you know? Mm. And, um, and, and, and again, I think it's perspectives yep. and stuff. Yeah. You know? Absolutely, and um, so yeah, and so I, I I love I love going to work. I lo- I love the industry because um yeah, there's challenges, and I know it can wear you down. I know yep. that, you know, particularly when you've got problems on a job and stuff, and you know you're under um a lot of pressure to get things done on time and all that kind of thing. And I know the the pressures that come with it all, and that. So I've, I've been through all that kind of stuff, but again, you know, I started the day going, man, this is an amazing day. <laughs> But I think then you thank the hard work you've put in up to that point for the team you built, the business partners that you have, yeah. that, okay, we've got this challenge, yeah. but I've got great installers. Yeah. I've got great people working yeah. for me. I've got great suppliers, yeah. you know, so it's only going to take me a matter of yeah. minutes, hours to solve this. Yeah. And then I'm back into, yeah. you know, that positive mindset, yeah. you know, yeah. and I think that's where a lot of people find that challenge. Like there's always obstacles. Yeah. <coughs> You know, if we walk out of here, it's raining, right? There's an obstacle. So you could, you know, have that mindset. That's exactly right. It's a shitty day. Or like me, I walk out, got liquid. Yeah, oh, my dam's full. Oh, my dam's (laughs) filling up, right? The frogs are croaking. Oh, talking about frogs. (laughs) We've got this big green tree frog this morning. Literally spanned out on our um, begola. I sat there having me coffee just watching this frog lay there. Like, it's perspective, you know, and if... I love when you call me every day because the energy that you've got, no matter you know what's going on, yeah, bang, you're on the phone, you're up, yep. and I guess that's another shift is the people that were negative in my life. Mm. You know, I made choices to probably shift them aside a little yep. bit and have you know people like yourselves that are full of energy mm. because yeah, when the chips are down and then you get that boost and well, the chips are always going to be down. That's that's oh, life. And, but that's it. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think that uh, it's it's about how we respond to that, mm. right? But I think that you've got to have the the crappy days or the mm. or the because it's going to make you appreciate the good days, mm. right? And yeah. I think that we, it can't be rainbows and lollipops every single oh, day, well, right? That, yeah, exactly there's going to be right. tough times. Well, and just realise, you know, like th- this is how I put it. Could I go on a permanent holiday? And I don't think I could because th- then I'd lose my purpose. Then I'd mm. You know, I'd go, well, okay, you know, like, like, you know, I just, you know, I, I could do a good holiday for a couple of months. Yeah. I'd go, wow, that's that's awesome. But yeah. I, I, I've still got to go back to work and that. And so I, I'd still need that reality of, of day-to-day living um, to give me that purpose and to give me that drive and to give me those challenges and stuff, you know? It was funny. I saw a, uh, obviously, we're a digital marketing agency and we have occasionally dealt with influencers, mm. uh, which are the you know, an amazing group of people. And there was a, a thing on Instagram yesterday where one of them was talking about, oh, you, you just don't understand how hard my life is. Mm. I've got a, some nights I'm up to like 1am responding to DMs and people's yep. messages to me and, oh, it's, it's overwhelming. <laughs> and I watched this and I was like, you have no yeah, idea. Yeah, I know. And this is a single guy, good-looking yep. fella, yep. good-looking rooster, yep. probably not short of company. Yeah, I'm like, mate, you got no idea. Yep. Like your problems have not even yep. begun. I know he's so fragile. Yeah. and it's just <laughs> and and mate, he, he he was he was being brought to tears. Yeah, about how difficult his life is yep. as an influencer. You know, I've got to respond to people's messages. Yep. one in the morning. Oh, yeah, it's, it's overwhelming. And I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, just slapping. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> now. On that, so y- you deal commercial. That's mm. predominantly what you do. So mm. when you when you're dealing with a builder, you could be dealing with quite substantial projects. Mm. We got that big one that we're going into next week, which is a huge project. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it, there's a whole level of stress with that because if mm. stuff goes south, it goes south on a substantial level, mm. Mm. right? So talk us a bit about managing that project side of it and how you sort of work that through. Again, it's relationships. Yeah. You know. Um, 
what, what's amazing is that, um, and I found with, because this will be our fourth or fifth project with this mob, you know, um, if there's breakdowns in communications between my installers and, and the, the jobs, the guys running the job, I'll just go in there and then I'll go, okay, this is a problem there, and then I'm hearing another, and it's like they're not talking to each other. Yeah. And then I just step in there and, and, and sort of referee and I go, well, how about we do that? How about that? And everyone goes, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And I'm going, how come you couldn't work it out yourself, you know? And I'm talking about intelligent people and stuff. And <laughs> But um, it's mainly scheduling, you know, and, and um, again, it, it's it's what you make of it, you know. The main thing is that, you, you know, you got your preparation and all this kind of stuff. You've thought through everything, you know. Um, you go on site, you have your meetings, you check stuff out. Um, you know, you talk to the boys, you communicate. You know, if there's any anything, any changes or any, anything that anyone needs to, to know about, then you just, you know, you, you just got to have that communication. So I'm on the phone a lot, toing and froing and saying, make sure this, that, that's on the paperwork, okay? You know, cross the T's, go through the contract, check it all out and everything like that. Get all your acoustic ratings sorted and stuff just to make sure, get this to the... You know, you you got to get it to the certifier, get them to sign off on it, make sure that we're that we're not going to be put something in there, and then the certifier said, "Well, that's we can't use that." Mm. You know, so these these are these are things that we've we've got to do, and it's just a it, it's not even a mental list. It's just it's just stuff that I think because I've been doing it, and and it's just like second nature and everything. You know, so so I guess then it's it's very important to have a product that you can trust. Well, that's right, and, that's and then and like a supplier that yep. you can trust. Yep. So, tell us a little bit about the relationship with Michael and how that. Well, I didn't even know when it started. I can't even <coughs> remember when I met you. Yeah, I, I'm. Oh, it was way pre-COVID. Yeah. Um, and I would say it would have to be at least six to eight years. Mm. Um, that we. But I don't remember when we. When, no, when, I, I can't <laughs> remember the distinct yeah, moment yeah. that we met. Um, I think you were at Bean Lee. Mm. Um, back then mm. um, and I don't even know the first job we did or how we come across each other but from that sort of day yeah. we just you know dropped gelled. stuff yeah we yeah. just gelled and, and I think the biggest thing um, you know with with your, your and my relationship and one thing that you mentioned is the communication mm. so um, yeah that's one thing that Gary is a master at and as I said he rings me every other day yeah um, and you know, I, I would say the team that we've got at Clever as yeah. well, you're communicating yeah, with yeah. them. Yeah, they're great. So we, you, you had uh, the girls, um, smaller team down there at, at Bundle, and I, you know, the thing is, is that um, I, I want to make friends with these people because I'm doing business with them. So, you know, the, the girl on the phone and that. So if, if I ring somebody and I don't know them and they say, hi, it's, it's Jenny or whatever, okay, then I'll use that name. I'll say, hi, Jenny, it's Gary from Officially Flooring Extra or whatever, okay? And I always do that because that's making them feel important and that. So I, I always got on, you know, when, when Nicole was with you and all that kind of stuff and, you know, I always got on with the girls and then I'd drop down to the office and then go and grab something and I'd ring Michael and say, I'd go and see the girls at the office. So, and I'd have a chat to them, you know, how you going, everything like that and, and just... Um, just have a laugh. I, I don't take anything serious. You know, everything for me is a laugh. If, if, if I can't laugh, yeah. then, then, you know, like, my goodness, you know. So I've got to have a laugh during the day. So, um, and, you know, that's probably <clears throat> how I disarm myself. Because I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know what read people people get on when, me when they first meet me and that. And, and. You know, like, so I, I need to disarm that moment and that. And if I can bring a bit of joy or a bit of laugh into the situation, everything like that, then people become hugely relaxed. Yeah. You know, and, and then, you know, so, um, yeah, meeting all, the, all your staff and everything like that and getting on with them. And, 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 you know, if someone rings me and goes, oh, we haven't got the stock or whatever, I know they've done their best for me. It's not their fault. Yep. You know, and, and just, just show them that due respect and everything. But, yeah. But I think with with Michael and I, we just he, he jumps through rings for you. Mm. That, that's the thing. Yeah, you know, and I got to, you know guys, other guys, um, other reps that I do business with that I've built up, you know, over the years, and that, and they do the same thing, and that, and they 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 want to do 
business with me and that and they want to jump through rings and that and say mate what can you do for this what you know and you know that they're going to they're going to follow up on that you know so we got to earn the right yeah don't you yeah. so yeah. i think that when you say that people jump th- through rings for you like they've earned that yeah and i think that uh i think I, I think what you said is exactly true i think that you do need to be friend, friends because you need to have a relationship because mm. you want people to go oh it's 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 gary of course, mm. we can do that for Gary. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Gary's the guy that rings up and right. calls me Jenny. Yeah, I love Gary. Yeah, so we'll push that one yep. through. And I think that's smart. Not enough people think like that yep. anymore. Yeah, right. It's just do 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 yep. do do do, and there's no return. Yeah, and and I, my my one of the smart things that my dad said was, it doesn't cost anything to say thank you. No, right? that's right. And I think that it, it doesn't cost anything to treat someone like a human being. Mm. And I think that that's the key. Mm. And I think that if you you know treat it's the old adage, treat someone like the way you want to be treated. Mm. And you'll get it, you know, and it's cliche-a-thon here, but you catch more flies with honey, right? Yep, and I think yep. that, and it's these are all these old lessons that mm. we learn and that I think aren't as prevalent nowadays no. because people are very, you know, single-minded and head down, bum up and yep. looking at the goal rather than the journey of how to get yep, there. Yep. They don't realise that by taking the steps on the journey, you can you can be a much more fruitful and fun journey. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as I say, you know, like, um, you know, if you, you know, like, I'm glad, and I don't know whether it's just Queensland, okay, but I'm glad we don't, well, this business mentality, okay, I'm there to do business. No, I'm, no, I'm there to have a fun day. Yeah. You know, yeah, business will happen. As I say, I've never so much worried about the money. Let's just get in and and have fun, and and you know, obviously. You know, not you know. When I say fun, we we're doing serious stuff and everything like that. But just enjoying it and enjoying and 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 be able to have a laugh with the people that you're dealing with and stuff like that. And um, and and then, you know, it makes the journey exciting. Yeah, we're getting the job done. You know, and people enjoying the day. Do you, do you know what's incredible? And Michael, this is in, really interesting because in we've done nearly thirty episodes of this, and we've spoken to a lot of different people. Right? Yeah, and. With a lot of different approaches. Mm. This is the first time, like, you're a salesman, but you are not product first, mm. right? You no. are relationship first. Mm. And this is the first time. And I think in a in an industry that is so heavily product-oriented, because yeah. it has to be, right? Yeah. Because there's specs and there's this and there's that and there's so many ranges. And, and, and this is the first time truly that I really believe that the product is secondary. Mm. Right, that you are gonna get the sale because of you. Yeah, that you are the guy that's gonna build a relationship. It's gonna be you know straight away. It's gonna be long term, mm. right? Because I, I can't see you're not a one night stand kind of guy, nah. right? This is long term, yeah. and I think that just the the fifty minutes that we've spoken, I'm already like I'm, and which is why we haven't spoken a lot about product <clears throat> because no. there's been no need because I think it's showing. I think it's showing, it's showing the people that in this industry. It's more than just one thing, mm. and I think it's been. I think this episode has been super important, yep. just to show that it's not. It's not all about the product. Like you, the product has to be great. Mm. Don't get me wrong; it has to be. Yeah, because you don't want to put something crappy in someone's home or in a commercial a high rise or whatever. You don't want that. Nah. But God, you need the relationship. You mm. need the person. Mm. You really do. Yeah, yeah. Gary and I actually, how this podcast is going is exactly our conversations on a daily basis. Yeah. It's very rare that Gary and I sit in there for hours talking about product. I don't, I don't want to know about product. Like, like he'll be, have you got have you got this, right? And he is very different to most. Most people want books and hundreds of samples. And I'm like, Gary just thinks to me, hey, have you got this one colour? I'm going out to see a client. That's what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's actually quite simple because I guess when you get to that level uh, that, you know, Gary's obviously at now, he knows what the client needs, you yeah. know, he knows the project, you know, because every, every, I guess, different application needs a different product. Mm. And when you know your products as well as you do, you don't need to be talking about it. Mm. You know, it's all about the project management, mm. what we're going to do, how we're going to manage it, you know, who I'm dealing with and all that relationship. Yeah, but but I'll, I'll, um, I'll use you because, um, you know, people say, oh, you know, like blah, 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 blah. Okay, go on the website. All the technical data's on the website. Yeah. Okay. There's times when I've brought people into Michael's office and he's the guru on the stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. Why do I need to be? Yeah. You know? I, I think I think honestly, this is the best thing about Clever Choice. Yeah. And especially now with Yatla. Yeah. And I know what you're building down in Melbourne as well. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that Sydney will come into line. Yep. Is that you can go there and you get it straight from the horse's mouth. Mm. They've got everything yeah. you need there. They've got a great little showroom there. I see you, the warehouse. You can see the warehouse and you go, yep. shoot, there's up, some open stock Open up here. some boxes. For we sure. show yeah. the variation. Yeah. So, yeah, when... Even to the... Like, Tony, for instance, the storeman, head yeah. storeman, okay? Gaz, <laughs> yes. how you going? And yeah. that, oh, what can I do for you? And I'm going... You know, oh yeah, I've got that here. Here, you know. He busted yeah. me last week for not signing in the book. Oh, did he? He goes, Matt, Matt, yeah, where yeah, you going? Yeah, yeah. yeah I go, yeah. oh, what do you mean? I go, I've never signed this book. Yeah, before. yeah, he goes, yeah. He goes, oh, that's that's yeah, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I go, oh, yeah. well, mate, I'll yeah. sign it now. Yeah. And this is what you're talking about, right? Having people that love their job. Yeah. Okay. You know, you said Tony's our storeman. I don't see Tony as any different to any Anybody other employee. Else. That's right. Because really, he's a stormer, but he's the front man. Yeah. He's the one that meets Well, he's taken ownership as well. Yeah, he has. Oh, no yeah. doubt. Loves it, yeah. Yep. Making you sign in the yep. book, you know, yep. for your safety. Yeah. You know, you bring clients in and bang, he's opening yep. boxes. Yep. He's doing all yep. that. Yep. You know, it's only really when it needs to get technical, yep. you know, then you come upstairs yep. and, yep. you know, we close the deal, yep. you know, with, with all the techniques. But every person along the chain... You know, loves it. Mm. And, you know, and that's great to hear. Mm. And well, I think that's as I said, the most important thing that I feel that's happened since since Yatler has opened is that it's an open book mm. that you don't that the public can come in. You can bring clients. Mm. You, people can come in if they want to know. And we talked about this with Greg on a couple episodes ago about Hybrid Shield in that uh, you know he's taking phone calls from from customers from stores because he's got the answers. Mm. Yep. And I think they don't. What clever don't do is they don't distance themselves and say, oh, Gary will answer that. Mm. Yeah. No, Gary won't answer mm. that. That's not mm. Gary's job. Mm. Yeah. That's, you know, that's that's Michael's job. Mm. That's Greg's job. That's Ian's job. That's Austin's job. Yeah. That's their job. If you want the tech specs and you want to know why this is going to last 20 years in your home, yep. go to the source. Yeah. Right? Don't waste your time. No. Well, it gives, right? a cl- it gives the customer confidence <clears throat> and it creates a bigger picture. Yeah. You know? So, the, the, you know, they, they're going, wow, okay, y- you know, when, you know, we're... We're not just dealing with a, 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 a store, okay, but we're dealing, you know, with, with the a, whole yeah, picture. That's exactly right. You know, the supply chain. Yep. Yep. Um, and the great thing is, you know, people like Gary can send his builders, can send his customers, all that into our outfit with the confidence, one, we're going to go through the products and do what we do. But then ultimately, we don't sell direct. So, exactly right. you know, and that's a big thing in the industry mm. is, you know, knowing that who Gary sends to us, so we're going to give him the best service. We're going to give him all the information mm. and give him back to Gary mm. and then generally give Gary a call if he's not with him and say, hey, just giving you an update. This is what they like. This is it. Mm. You know, go and finish the deal off mm. um, because that's what Gary does. Yeah. Mm. You yeah. know, we do tech, we do the importing mm. and the wholesaling and the products, you know, information and technical support. Mm. That's what we do and that's yeah. what we're very clear yeah. on. Uh, and then obviously the relationships, you know, with our with our clients. Yeah. Well, look, there's no doubt if you're a builder or you're looking for a commercial project and you're looking for flooring, you got to speak to Gary. You know, because it would be ridiculous if you didn't. Oh right? my goodness, I've impressed you somehow. Right? <laughs> well, you know, a, a man who, a man who loves a black coffee and a steak for breakfast. Yeah. How can you go wrong? Oh, I know. Feed the man meat. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to look into that, Doc, because I actually. Do like me. Mm. And then I always thought, you know, this whole thing of you got to have your balanced diet. And oh, meat and tree veg. Yeah. 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 Nah, that's um, a myth. Fallacy. It's a yeah. myth. But yeah, I could punch steaks and chops every day. Mm. Bacon and eggs for breakfast. Mate, with that moustache, mate, I, I'm sure you can. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah raising yeah, raising money down. for uh, Movember for mm. men's mental health yeah. this month. So yeah. You're counting down three days until you can shave it off? Fun, I know. <laughs> yeah, but it suits you. Huh? Are you going to shave it off or what? Uh, I'll probably just grow it out. Yeah. He um, actually he had a beard. Did you see him when he had his beard? I would have. Yeah, you would have seen it about yeah. three months ago. He had a full, he had a full yeah, yeah, sort of yeah, beard. Yeah. yeah, and he looked. He actually looked really good. Yeah. That's hard for me to say, but he yeah. actually, it actually yeah. really suited him. Yeah, covered up most of my face. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a, a full, he, I, I said, have you tried the full face beard? But yeah. um, he wanted to look like cousin Ed off uh, Adam's family. <laughs> but, well, uh, this is the first on my. Uh, this is the first beard I've ever grown. I start grew it at the start of the year. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think? Oh, I love it. Everyone, everyone loves it. But yeah. yeah, it took sixty years to grow one. 
Smells like me. I but only... I thought, well, I got no hair on top, so I've got to put. Got to put some hair somewhere. somewhere. Yeah. Isn't that just cruel twist of fate, right? And I'm the same. <laughs> I've got no dramas growing hair here. Yeah. And this is pure laziness. Yeah. This is because I can't be bothered yeah, shaving every day, right? Yeah. But I can't. I, I got nothing here, but God, I tell you what, if 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 I could transfer the hair from my back to my head, head. I'd look like an eighties yeah, glam yeah, rocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right? Yeah, you yeah. know, it'd be terrible. Yeah. But anyway, it's a cruel twist of fate. Oh well, I just go with the flow. Hey, what's uh what's the deal? I want to give a shout out to Tassie. Yeah. because uh, we do a lot of business down in Tassie okay. and we haven't actually had anyone on from Tasmania. We haven't. Um but Gary the other day was telling me he's thinking about doing a bit of a sea change down that way. Yeah, what's yeah. what's I'll, your I'll, attraction to Tassie? Um, I, oh, it's cool. It's just such a cool place. And um, mountain bike parks. I've, I've mountain bike down there. Oh, you'd stuff. love it down there, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, and um, there's a particular area that I that I would like to buy a house. And the houses are cheap down there. And Where's that? Where do you want to go? Or is it a secret? Oh, a secret. <laughs> oh, well, it's a, a place called Georgetown. Okay. Georgetown? Yeah. And I just think, for me, there's surf beaches one side, bays the other side. There's a mountain bike park, um, but I just, I just, I just love. I don't know. I, I, when I was younger, nature never used to do anything for me. But now that I'm older, I just love being in nature. I just find it so cool. And I, whether it's on a mountain bike or going for a hike or whatever. Yep. And um, I went down there earlier in the year, um, Anzac weekend. Um, went to um, uh, Cradle Mountain. Yep. Walked around the lake and stuff like that, and I just thought this is just magic, you know. And um, went to Derby, did a ride there with a mate of mine. Um, we did a ride, and then um, yeah, so I was there for about four days. And I was looking at real estate and everything like that. And I'm just going, I, I, I love this, you know, because it just, I don't, I, it's it's quieter, you know. It's um, a beautiful place. Oh, mm. It's an incredible it. place, it's and it's it's a step back in time. Yeah, right? I just want to discover. And, and get down there. There's wineries, not that I drink wine, but there's wineries, there's there's all that primary industry stuff and everything like that and, and you know, and just the scenery and beaches and what have you and that. But one of the reasons, you know, is, is um, I want to get... Because when I was a kid, my grandfather had, in New Zealand, they called it a batch, you know, holiday home. They called it a batch, okay? So we used to go to the batch. Granddad, granddad and nanny used to take us, me and my brother up to the batch and that. And my brother and I would go feral, all right? <laughs> there, 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 was, there was like, you got the, uh, the, the river, that, it was tidal, okay? And as a six-year-old, I would dive off the jetty and swim to the other side. Can, can you imagine a six-year-old doing that now? No. Yeah. No. Climbed out, it was probably, I don't know, 50 to 70 metres across and that. Um, then then swim back and all that kind of stuff. And then when the tide would go out, there was mud to play in and all this kind of stuff. So um, I, I, I want to ha- get my grandkids down to Tassie and I want to get them feral. So, <laughs> you know. So There's the, an amazing place uh, in Tasmania near Derwent Bridge in the in the forest there, in, the, in amongst the Huon Pine. And it's called. It's an art gallery called the Wall. Never heard of it. Okay. Oh yes, mate. And it is. It's carved out of. Uh, it's carved out of the Huon Pine. So a guy has done the history of Tasmania, and he's carved these. Uh, these. These art, and it's it. It is. They are so lifelike. These these things, like the the people, they. You are. You could be forgiven for thinking they are real people up on this up on this oh, wall. Seriously, and it is he's carved it out of hewn pine. Yeah, it is unbelievable. It's one of the very rare places like that I have walked in and gone, holy shit! It, it took my breath away. Yeah, yeah. And it was we were just driving along, and it was just this sign saying the wall, and it uh, yeah. Uh, uh, where, where is it? It's it's near Derwent Bridge. Where's that? Uh, it's sort of in the middle. Oh, right. uh, so you come Cradle Mountain, and because yeah. we I was there. Uh, we were mapping for a. We did a charity road, uh, a bike ride. Yeah, yeah. And we were mapping that, and and I'll send you the details for it because yeah. I sent it to another girl who she went there, but it was closed in the two weeks that she was there. Yeah, yeah. But I'll send you the details. Yeah. But this place is unbelievable, mm. and because you got these, it's it's in the forest, and there's hewn pines which are like, you know, as big as you can, like yeah. the biggest freaking trees you've ever yeah, seen, right? Yeah, yeah. And this. This art gallery is like something you have never seen, mm. and it's it's still working on it. So, it's from the it's from the, the 
I guess the, the first flip, the landing. Yeah. It, it goes through the Abor- the Aboriginal history and then it yeah. goes through the, the gold rush oh, and all the way through and it comes it comes around the wall and comes back and it's up to modern day. Yeah, oh, yeah. mate, it's an incredible place. Yeah. And it's and it's like a it's it's probably like fifty two by fifty meters. Yeah. Or two by forty meters. So it's eighty meters. Yeah. And it's a mu- it's like a mural, like yeah, a wooden yeah, yeah, mural. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. mate, it's it's I can't do it justice, but yeah. I'll I'll send you the info because yeah, when yeah. you're there, if you go down again, mate, you've got to go. Well, I, I want to discover more of the place. <laughs> You know, yeah, I just, I, I just, I love it. For, for, I don't know why, but I just go down there. I go, this is so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's so. one of my favourite places to yeah. to travel. You know, I've only um, been the once. I'd love to go again. Yeah, uh, I was. Pr- we crammed a lot in because we were working. Yeah, yeah. Crammed a lot in, but yeah, it's an amazing spot. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it, it's, it's someone tapped. Yeah, I know. Right? And it is. It, there's some scary like. There's some scary spots. Like some of the locals are a bit scary. You go into some places and you're a bit like, "Ooh, I don't know about this. I don't know about this." And then, but then you go another thirty kilometers down the road and it's like utopia. Mm. And and then some of the roads, some of the places you got to go, you're like, "Oh shit, am I gonna am I gonna survive this?" Like it's pretty scary. Like because it's 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 rugged. Like Mm. it's. But then you drive through fields that are that are you know blossoming, incredible, just purple, yeah. incredible, and yellow. You know, at certain times of the year, incredible. you get up to Cradle Mountain yeah. and it's just snowing. Cradle you know. Mountain, yeah, that's such a cool. And then spot. down to you yeah. know Hobart and yeah. Salamanca yeah. and yeah. Salamanca, 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 love Salamanca. Yeah. You know, it just yeah, it's just but, so. Well, that, did you, have you seen the um? The, I think it's the Sarafa tree. Oh no! no. Well, you go okay. You go like. I went into a shop. This is at Salamanca. Say, say this table, okay? So with with um, the seraphia tree, a worm gets into it, okay? And so you'll have the normal colour of the wood on the outside and then you'll have this massive streak of blonding up through the middle that the worm makes. And that's, wow. yeah, yeah. And, um, and and I remember um, going into the, in Salamanca in one of the furniture shops there yeah. and seeing seeing it. And they evidently, it's um, they they don't. It, it's got to be trees that have fallen down. Yeah. Okay. That yes, yeah, so they're not allowed to cut them down and that, and then they make this beautiful furniture out of it and that. But it's got the, this worm goes through it and, and blondes the board oh, yeah. and that, and it's just amazing. I saw it. And I thought that's just stunning. You know, it's a good spot. Yeah. That bloody Mount Wellington, like it was when we went. It was like cold. It was nineteen degrees yeah, or twenty one degrees down in in Hobart. Yeah. Down on the ground level, yeah. and then we go. Oh, we'll go up to Mount Wellington. It was snowing, and it was yeah. freaking yeah, freezing yeah. cold. Oh yeah, you don't yeah. know cold until you've. Been oh my yeah. god! Oh, we were going back to the car. We were like packing stuff on. Yeah, we're like Just, god. Oh, that one cuts through. Yeah, doesn't the it? There, yeah. Doesn't it's, it's funny. I think because every time we've gone to Tassie, I've packed expecting that. Yes, where I go to Melbourne, and <laughs> I'm I'm not so prepared, and I don't know why it is every single time, but. Yeah, Tassie, you're just sort of expecting that, but it, I don't know. It's just beautiful. It's the scenery, just everything about it. Yeah, you know, we could talk for it. That's anyway. a whole other podcast. Yeah, talking about Tassie. All right, let's do it. Let's uh, let's do the uh, quick fire five, uh, mate. Beach or bush? What's your preference? Can you say both? Well, you can. This, you can say whatever you want, mate. Your answers just depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All, all mood related. Yep. It is all mood related. Mm. Okay. Uh, one food. For the rest of your life. Well, it's going to be steak, right? Mm, steak. <laughs> <laughs> we determined yeah. that. Be- Holiday destination. you got one place to go. Tassie. Okay. Mm. Uh, heaps of people have said Australia. Somewhere in Australia, yeah. right? Heaps it's, of people. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, yeah. you think of all these beautiful places around the world. Yeah. And I reckon a good majority of our guests have all said home. Absolutely. Here. One movie for the rest of your life. Rocky. Ah, good choice. <laughs> I love it. Now, mate, this is the big one. This is what this separates the the men, men from, from the, the boys. The boys. Yeah. Mm. Spray on or roll on deodorant? Well, I actually use use a spray on a natural a natural kind of thing. So does that make is, uh, does that make me gay? <laughs> <laughs> That, that, that. Is there anything wrong with that? Yeah. Is well, it a pump thing? It's a pump thing. Yeah, pump. It's not an aerosol. No, no it's not an aerosol. Right. Yeah. It, it's the oh, Sukin. The Sukin brand I use. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know the brand. And I, I the rub brand. the cream on my head. You know how your melon gets dry? There's yeah. not no hair. Yeah. yeah. I rub that on the face and then because it all it's all just has the same smell. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uniform yeah. uniform, uh, uniform body, smell. body care. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So we've got, that's the first pump spray deodorant. 
Yeah, it's not a. Yeah, it's not aerosol. No, it's like Aragard. It's like the old style Aragard. Yeah, same. Yeah, the bottles the same. Yeah, it's secondhand Aragard bottles. It's recycled. Pretty much Aragold. So is that a pass though, or a man or a boy? Well, that's it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, you're you're a. Hey, You're a prepubescent team. I, I don't mind being a juvenile. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. We all are anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The last hour has shown we're all juveniles. Mm, don't worry mm. about that. Gary, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us. No worries. It's been uh, great. Yeah. Thanks, Gary. And uh, and we'd love to get you on again later on and, and talk more about Tasmania, I'm sure. Yeah. We've only just scratched the tip of the iceberg there. I've got the photos to show. Excellent. That'd yeah, be that'd awesome. be great on a podcast. Uh, okay, get photos on a podcast is the way to go, absolutely. <laughs> that's um, how we roll that's on the it. underlay. That's it. Get up to Underwood to uh, Specialty Flooring Extra and see Gary. He's, uh, he's the man to have a coffee with. I, I'm actually never there because I work from home. <laughs> <laughs> well, make a booking. Yeah. Make a booking and he'll, he might take you out for a steak dinner. He's Who actually knows? probably in our office more than his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. He's I, got it sussed. No, I just trip around and have lattes, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is it. Uh, well, thank you, Gary, from the Latte Set. It's been an absolute uh, joy having you on. Michael, well done. Yes, thanks, Matt. Another one down. Yes. That That is it for uh, for this year, for the underlay. Uh, we will have some uh, best-of shows over the break, but we'll be back with you in January. So have a lovely Christmas. Yes. Stay around. safe. Yep. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Underlay. If you want to hear more, follow us on all good podcast platforms.